0: Welcome back to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets and The Mix, powered by the Mail Media Net here on YouTube, presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app where you actually make money. Download the bad boy for free. Use the promo code MMN. They're going to match that first hundred bucks for free. If it's free, it's for me. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Big John, come rockin' the short sure shot. All right, man, did you miss me, or did you miss me? Didn't really give you an option on that one. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the audio only pod and in just a couple minutes after i've earned it i've been up since a crack of dawn i'm gonna ask you to jam a cartoon finger right inside me Whoop! it's john legeza at john legeza here at mayo media net let's get down and do it to it to all the new listeners thank you so much welcome aboard this show can get a bit funky at times strap up and strap in for the fastest show in nfl Absolutely anywhere with the one man band. We're using Run the Sims projections to come up with the highest projected players in tonight's game Thursday night foosball. Nothing says bad football like Thursday night. It's Colts with no JT. It's the Broncos who just kind of stink. It's a 42 point total and a lot of sloppy football on deck. Then we're going to run those same projections with a cost analysis perspective and come up with the best values then i've got a prop play for you that every time i check it, the juice is going against us so uh, maybe it is a good play gotta get back on track i was on a rob yikes we are off the rams we are off of a rob three until they protect stafford you gotta get away from anybody not named cup on that one all right man enough of that we need more of this there we go up on the screen for the audio only listeners i'm going to walk you through it As always, we have our top projected players for each team. Let's begin with the Colts. Pittman and Hines... And Ryan, all at 16. 16, 15, 9, 15.8, respectively. We're not going to overreact the decimal points. Those are all equal. Drop down to Philip Lindsay Cold up off the practice squad at seven points. And my boy, who I've been tracking all year. Alec Pierce, waiting for somebody, well, hopefully him, but somebody to take a hold of that second pass catching slot in the Colts. Find somebody that loves you as much as the Colts love throwing to random tight ends. They are so frustrating. But hey, that kind of opens up a pathway to some profitability in these slates over to the Broncos it's Russell Wilson up at 18 which makes him the highest player on the board Sutton at that very same 16 15.7 dead heat with Hines Ryan and Pittman drop down to Melvin Gordon and Judy and Boone at 13 12 and 10 respectively they sandwich in between that bottom tier Colts Lindsay and Pierce all right let's get up into a little bit of game breakdown here and see what we can see I love that you know that, as the stats are rolling in oh gosh I kind of prefaced it right it's looking pretty ugly Colt offense only 14 points a game yikes they run a bunch of plays 67 per game but only 330 yards that's five yards of play also near the bottom they move really slow 32 seconds per neutral game script per play i'm saying 30 yards of drive that's the bottom eight less than three minutes time of possession drive sub 70% drive success rate all these things are really bad let's get ready to go get worse minus 35% rush DVOA bottom of the board 3.63 adjusted line yards bottom of the board 88 rush yards a game, bottom of the board what's going on pass DVOA not much better also in the red there minus 21% pass DVOA remember that's a very excellent let's call it like an amalgamated stat right an overall stat overarching stat from football outsiders they do very good work you want to be above average that's what the oa is over average and being below on offense not any good yes they throw a ton of passes because they're always behind 39 attempts that's 25 completions all not bad but only six and a half yards per attempt 10 yards per completion that's not going to do it Matty Ryan throwing way too many picks. Broncos D has been excellent, allowing 17 points, 58 plays, 285 yards per game. All those in the top five. Less than 26 yards per drive. Two minute and 30 seconds per drive. A 63% drive success rate. Pair that up with the Colts 68, and you got yourself a bit of an under. Broncos pass D has been kicking minus 16% pass away They have 11 sacks better than 8% adjusted sack rate, allowing only 20 completions a game for 170 yards, five per attempt, eight yards per completion, less than a touchdown per game. Broncos D has been excellent. Broncos offense, not so good. I was one of the people who did buy into the preseason narrative, but I'm not one of the people who marries those narratives, right? That's not what you're going to get here. You will get misses. That happens. What you won't get, is like stubbornness right that's not the stuff that we're going to be attaching ourselves to are those narratives you got to get away from the broncos until they show you something they're just not doing anything that we expected i mean it's just that's it they're not scoring less than 17 points a game they're not running plays that's at 62 they're not picking up yards 335 per game they move way too slow 29 seconds overall 32 seconds in the neutral game script they have eaten up clock within 3 minutes but the drive success rate down at 66% they're not any good rush DVOA -20 oh my gosh and now without Javanta my boy Melvin Gordon I think was already getting benched if you're one of the people that expect him to step into it I'm not even sure I don't know what they're going to do I wouldn't be surprised if they become one of the teams that flat out just abandoned the run why the Colts run D has been sick minus 28% run DVOA 3.55 3.45 excuse me adjusted line yards allowing below 90 yards per game 3.11 running back yards per attempt pass defense not far behind allowing only 207 yards per game on 31 attempts less than 10 yards per completion all those near the top of the board defense has been very tough against positions by position except for maybe the tight ends broncos d been very tough on qbs only 11 fantasy points a game tough on running backs only 18 points a game that's total to the running back room same for wideouts 24 points to the room Tight ends have gotten them if anyone has, 13 points a game, five reception, 47 yards per game. Average Colts defense also been very good, but they've also gotten touched up by the tight end. I wonder if we're going to see a lot of that. Remember, I did mention Colts using those wonky. tight ends. expect more of that. Broncos. What are they going to do at the tight end? I don't know. I did like Albert O. We had the funeral. Then he played a bunch of snaps. Last week he played one snap. Here's a teaser for my athletic speculator article. You got to be looking at Greg Dulcich. I don't think he's going to play today, so I don't have any idea what we're going to get. I have no idea. I guess it's Eric Selbert, depending on his pricing. We'll get to that in the value section. So there's just the handicap for a bit. I've been trying to not say rush through, but trying to get you through the names and the totals as fast as possible because I want to get to the handicapping. We want to get to the those advanced stats that maybe not everyone has access to maybe a new look at it lots of really tough matchups on offense here i'm not expecting a lot of offense at all in fact we haven't seen much offense of any of these teams outside of Cortland sutton he looks excelente gotta get with him all right i think that'll do it for the blues chip section please rate review and subscribe and if you learned something hey Press the like button because it matters way more than it should. And if you really, really like it, press subscribe. (laughs) I don't know if you're watching the other stuff on the Mayo Media Dad, but I personally am obsessed with this Pat Mayo show with Tim. Andercost, right? Tim Anderson and his McDonald's Monopoly addiction and adventure. I wish we were getting daily updates. I'd like to bet a prop on what day he collapses if he does. I'd even like to bet on what the first piece would be, right? We could break it down at the quarters of the board. We could break it down to the actual piece. Well, good luck, Tim. Although, for content's sake, I'm almost hoping he collapses just with the last few seconds that we have for the blue chips. Thinking about that narrative, people are going to be paying up for Pittman and be paying up for Sutton. Are we going to get a lot of passing? I'm not sure. Sounds pretty filthy to me. This would have been a Taylor game, probably just based on volume alone, but he is. Out. Does Heim step on in? He has in the past. I had to go all the way back to 2020. I think he had 17 touches, but something like 95 total yards. I think he had eight grabs. We'll touch on that in a little bit. Very hard to back Matty Ryan especially in a tough matchup. Over to the Broncos. I mean, Russell Wilson's just been slow. He hasn't been great at all. I and mean, we haven't even really seen much progression. Bronco pass offense 226 yards a game. That's seven yards an attempt, 11 yards per completion. The per completion stuff is pretty good. He's not throwing picks, which is nice but the rest of it not any good Denver also allowing a lot of sacks they've allowed 12 sacks already Colts have been getting at the QB so I'm a bit just worried about the offenses here in general I'll be paying zero premiums in this game I guarantee you that I'll be looking to take advantage of any of those kind of big dogs that we think could maybe fall into the end zone boom all right that's our first pillar of profit remember hop on over to YouTube if you are an audio only listener and you can kind of grab the screenshot I think sometimes it's helpful you know just to see everything all at once if you want to refer to it like a note and you know if you want to see these things again without having to hear me yammer all right that's the ball across the 50 let's take a deep breath and we get this bad boy into the red zone all right it is time for the second segment that's our penny stocks brought to you by jock market make sure you're downloading that app this is the preeminent jock market show and this is the preeminent segment this is where you're going to get it if you notice i've been working around the clock to continue to mesh daily dfs conventional platforms with jock market i know people are doing a blend right that venn diagram i've mentioned myself dfs is very 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 difficult it's a 19 parlay i don't recommend those as a handicapper for a reason but that doesn't mean that you can't make any money i've liked these winner take all formats because i feel like it's winner take all anyway that's another story for another day but if you notice i was up and i scraped not only our ownership projections i scraped the ipo pricing for jock market these are beginning to get sharper and more closely reflect what we might expect right you see three four five players up at that 12 dollar mark right so this is probably a true reflection but well as def- deflating as it could be right that we're gonna have to pay up for it, it's good to know the truth right i've always been that kind of person right there listen just give me the truth and i'll kind of figure it out from there all right so again these are not just the cheapest players on the board anybody could do that we're looking to look at these things under a cost per point value lens lasting value is a rate stat right so just because something is cheap doesn't make it good i've had to learn this firsthand coming from nothing having to you know keep the lights on man all on your own can be very very difficult and uh Yeah, not paying premiums and reducing overhead is just as good as making money. All right, two quarterbacks are the only two on the board. It's Russell Wilson projected for 18 points at the 10.4 salary, 577 cost per point. The IPO up at 14, ownership 59. Now, a lot of those things kind of check the box because there aren't a lot of players here. The quarterback touches the ball the most, and he's the leading candidate to lead the way. That being said, no, thank you. IPO, remember, top returning share on jock market returns, $25. I have drawn a hard line at 12.50 on showdown slates. The reason being, simple math, I, I can't get any worse than a 2-1, to one, especially for a player like Wilson. He's not even been good. The chance that he's the best player in this game is not 2-1. He's not the best player in the game, right? Even by a talent standpoint, Pittman could break one if Indianapolis just sustains drives. It could be Naheem Hines. And then if it's on the back of Ryan, if Wilson falls... Out of the first or second slot, he's not going to make any money again. Profitability at the center here. Matt Ryan projected for sixteen points, nine six salary, six oh seven cost per point. Pretty similar across the board as far as IPO and ownership goes. Again, I don't know who I like better here. I think it's Wilson against the Indianapolis D. So all things considered, especially with the cost per point analysis, right? That's another way this comes into play. Even though Ryan's a bit cheaper, Russell's projection puts him over the top for. Value analysis. So if I had to pick one, it's got to be Wilson. But if I had to pick, if I have to pick one, the answer is neither. Then, the running backs. It's Philip Lindsay, naheem Hines, and Mike Boone. Philip Lindsay has a new record on the board. Good luck beating this one. DraftKings projected for seven points. With the Taylor downgrade to out with a 600 salary, he has an 82 cost per point. It's a must play, right? There's no other way around it. There's we just can't. If we're gonna do this kind of work and believe in it at all, that if we get something like this that breaks the program, then you just get with it. I don't know how much he's gonna get. I don't know where the seven points come from. There expecting him to step right into some kind of rushing role. Well, if that's the case, then you go get him absolutely in DraftKings, don't even ask a second question, but you scoot over to Jock Market, and this is the difference between the two, and why we have to be so sharp, 537 IPO, that I'm not sure I can get to, because I'm not confident that he's going to get the ball. So Showdown, if you're going to get against the field, the 35% 35 ownership is not that high for a player that offers you that kind of salary relief. So that is a situation where you, I don't want to say you ignore ownership, but he's not at the 59 that Russell's at. He's one of the lower players. So Lindsey is a must in the showdown format. I don't know about Jock Market. I don't want to pay 537 for Phil Lindsey. He might not play. He just got elevated. He might be a re- replacement back. You could see Dion and Naheem. So again, keep your i and lindsey but that's a good way to get different and capitalize on the low salary mike boom don't know what we're going to get but i do think he's in line for the lead he's got some juice at least gordon looks terrible he's constantly fumbling the ball that's the first thing going to get you in trouble mike boom projected for 10 points at 6.2 salary that's a 613 cost per point puts him in line with matt ryan and the other quarterbacks it's a bit high but it is what it is in the showdown the thing i'm saying here is if you don't buy the Marvel Gordon projection of 13 points, which I don't at at all, like I, I think he's, he's getting replaced, I guess he's a pop for that touchdown, but I don't have him at 13 points, I do think a few of those points go to Boone. If you turn the dial up on the points, you have to turn down the dial on the cost per point, right? Because up the expectation the salary is stagnant so hit Mike Boone's 658 projected IPO is a lot more tempting to me than Lindsay's 537 right and then and on the last one that nine percent ownership could keep him from popping up oh, Mike Boone another fantastic play right so there's a bit of the calculus of why I'd like to show you all this stuff again rate review and subscribe for those audio only listeners I'm doing my best to walk you through it but more importantly for this section to get over and grab that screenshot you really want to become familiar with the numbers and there are two sets of them right so the main slate average mean median right the, the numbers we're looking for are going to be totally different than the showdown slate so just looking at the stuff here at the showdown slate you're going to be around that six hundred dollar mark anybody below you got to be considering it especially the opportunity to pop the top that's just what it is when we get down on the main slate you start to see these points drop in the 300s some the low 300s to the high 200s Give you an idea that perspective and help you understand maybe you know the pricing and how these things. Work. Let's get into the wide out room. So, again, love Lindsay on Showdown. Love Hines probably is the player of the game. And if his 1178 IPO stays there, I think we can get with him for Jock Market. Wanted to get with him as a blue chip type of guy. Into the wide outs, Cortland Sutton is probably the best player in this game. Projected for 16 points at 9.4, 600 calls per point, 12 IPO, 44 ownership. Really checks the box all the way across for what you think of one of the better players in the game. And if these things hold, I think you get with Sutton. If you on the indie side it's very tough to really pick a side here but again something we've talked about drawing narratives i'm gonna have to mention this at the end because i I feel like such a donkey what a fool that i I really give good advice sometimes and even i fail to follow through it right we were talking about if you establish a narrative then you should continue on it i was going on and on and on about how higby for the rams had established himself as a number two but i allowed the low rec prop for a rob to lure me in that's silly right i broke i broke congruency if you drop the narrative stick with the story we don't know if the narrative is going to be right but if you're going to be right you want to be right right you dropped the story and you didn't make the bet that's silly and that's what i did and that's what i suggest that you don't do so if you do like indianapolis to take this one sutton still definitely probably the top candidate to run it back all right in a second we'll do some usage stats let's just get through the bottom i'll make sure we do the value exercise and then any extra time we'll do a little bit of this usage stuff for the pass catchers i think they're the most important players on the slate jerry judy projected for 12 points at 7.8 the cost per point a bit higher than the rest of them but with the ipo at 937 think about that 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 is a little off we may have to add another calculation here the ipo kind of cost per point because these things are not completely aligned Jockbone has their own projection systems judy at 937 that cost feels yummy we'll get to it in a bit he's got the usage behind him Pittman, i'm just worried about patrick sartain that's been the thing. Adams. Devontae Adams did really have a nice game, but that battery, meaning Carr to Adams, is like three greater than signs. Ryan and Pittman. As much as I like Pittman, I don't like Ryan, and the Denver defense is really good, so there's a chance that if they blanket, bracket, and swallow up Pittman, Ryan's going to have to go somewhere else. I don't know where it's going to be. Paris Campbell out there running wind sprints. I think he finally ran routes as we were expecting Alex Pierce to do something. Although, Pierce, hey man, I've been telling you he's been my speculative wide out remember it's very tough to find like rest of season impact guys in fantasy Pierce I think has a chance he's been taking a lot of these snaps out wide and he's the deep threat he's gone like over 60 or 70 yards a couple games in a row it's not been on a ton of value but it is there if he finally supplants Campbell the door would open for Pierce I don't know where Campbell's four points comes from a 3.6 salary that's $900 per point no thanks $4 IPO 9 percent ownership I, you know it's tantalizing right there is some stuff that makes you want to get into it the low IPO but it's not there I'd rather go with Pierce like I said the projection up at near six salary 5.4 he's a must in the showdown the cost per point pretty high but I wouldn't let it discourage because I think the projection is very low right especially in per point perception I think he's a three or four reception guy and if he's like a 40 50 60 yard guy that Uh, Total is low, and then I mentioned Eric Saubert. The reason you gotta look at him is those tight end stats that I mentioned. Both of these teams have been susceptible to the tight end. They get you know movement up front. They win at the point of attack on the line of scrimmage, and the quarterback has to get get out quick. Right. So it's pretty much the premise of it. But Saubert, if that's the case, Indianapolis being susceptible, four point projection, one point two thousand salary. You know you can get with winsey super cheap and sawbert really cheap i had to pick one to be sober because i think he's actually going to be a part of it that's a pretty decent segue we have a minute let's get into some utilization if i could blow through it really quick since i ended with the broncos let's finish right there sawbert okay got him right here yes it's been limited only six targets but he has run 54 routes when they've connected it's been for yardage, 23 yards per reception how are they going to work him in i mean he has 192 snaps so he's seeing the field, and now that usage has been increased, there's a chance that you know he's a guy, like I said, Albert O is pretty much essentially phased out. So, I don't think Sarbert's gonna be the long term answer because I think Dulcich is. But in this very short window, go and give me Sarbert. For sure, I mentioned the Sutton usage just really for the for the roof. 28% of the team target share, 40% of the team air yard. So he's really the guy you want to get with. 2.3 yards per route run after that. It's a bit messy. I mean, Judy does get some usage. He ran 106 routes. He has only 11 catches, though. 21 targets. They've had some trouble, but it has been 1.7 yards per route one, which is a bad 9 yards per target. Also not bad. Seventy percent of the team target share, 23% of the team Air yards, and when you're saying where else is it going? Well, Javante Williams is getting 18% of the team target share. That's gotta go somewhere. I think that'll get split up, and that's where I think Saubert again has a chance to get on that. He didn't have a player prop. That's probably who would have been looking for. We'll talk about that in just a second. Anything else of note here? Yeah, it was Pittman with the big uses, of course. 19% team target, 17% team air, but he plays 94% of the snap, so of course he's the target leader. Big thing here, Naeem Hines is the team target leader after that. 19 targets, 17 receptions. They're very efficient. 27% target per run. So if Indianapolis ends up behind, of course, there's no Taylor. If they're unsuccessful running the ball, you could see Hines getting some work in the backfield. That's where I think the value will be today. Boom! That's our second pillar of profit and the penny stock section of this show. Brought to you by jock market that lovely fantasy app make sure you download that bad boy and if you're new you know don't be intimidated right we're walking you through it i would suggest to listen to this segment again download the app get the promo and maybe don't play live today right follow along get an idea of how it works how to execute and track it you know i think that's probably your best piece of advice we can give here you know is you don't have to feel pressed to chase. I'd much rather be involved in the main slate anyway. So, learn it. Learn the format. See the speed of the game. How much fun it is to do these bids. Because the $100 that you get matches is more than enough to do damage. So, alright. Let's, uh... Let's punch this ball in, right? We're in the goal. We got goal to go. And, uh... Let's punch this bad boy in, everyone. Just take a, a deep breath. And we're gonna do just that, yo. Alright, we are goal to go. Let's punch this bad boy in we've done most of the handicapping for this one you could see it up on the screen the video people get first crack at it well our week five thursday night ball prop is mr naheem hines to go over three and a half receptions i saw it at minus <laughs> when i posted it yesterday me my graphic was minus 115 and it was minus 125 when it woke up now it's minus 130 so people are getting on to it the second you see this you're gonna have to hit it i hate really paying juice but this one is probably the exception for all the reasons that I meant. I think, I think Hines is pretty script-independent on this one. Week 1 against Houston, 6 grabs for 50 yards. Week 2 against Jacksonville, 4 grabs for 37. KC, 5 grabs for 23. Week 4, 2 grabs. So he's only not cleared the reception bar once. And that was a disaster of a game script for them. I think coming into this, where they're, they are they have had a week of trying to optimize his usage I think Heinz is a smash here and this is what I want to get to these really are just a first look for me these bets are out very early and again markets are moving there's still news to be had and the full Monty the full slate of props is not out if you are unfamiliar to my work you can follow me on Twitter at John Legaza L-A-G-H-E-Z-Z-A that'll streamline you to the Patreon page which is still free jump on Aside from the betting model and all that really cool stuff, that's worth it anyway, even though, even though it's free. Is not just the picks, but I like to walk through kind of process, right? And that's what it's all about. What I'm getting at is this: I'd much rather play alt props because I don't think the pricing is pro- is correct. Meaning, if you have, I mean, you could get at me, DM me, comment on YouTube. I get your link, get you hooked up to where we have these things with a. Four receptions, you see minus 35. It's like, ugh. When we like cook at eight and you don't get rewarded for that, I'd much rather find the sites with progressive alt-rec props and get a piece on four and a piece on five and a piece on six. Take the same R, right? Again, just because I'm recommending more bets doesn't mean I'm recommending more risk. That is something my people know, right? The Cork Stats crew understands this very well. In fact, your best bet is to probably have a more robust betting slip with the very stringently managed risk input and that will probably be your pathway to slow grinding success that's what I used to do as I found in my career as I've tried to narrow my ticket there have been points where you're going to do worse because you're relying on less outcomes to happen your way again people think they predict the future I don't I just try and put myself in strong probabilistic scenarios this is one of them but the price is not advantageous right so again if you're very limited or just a very recreational veteran, and you're not too allergic to mild juice take names take nine Hines at over three and a half receptions you're going to get this one but if you can build one of those ladder plays I mean listen you you, you heard it is not a stretch we've had four five and six this year and you know he's he's no stranger to those games um last year it was limited spotty at points but we saw it pop as high as six the game i was referring to earlier on you have to go back to um 2020 taylor was out naeem hines had 18 touches like i said 10 carries 29 yards they abandoned the run but hmm, does that sound familiar he had eight grabs in that game for 66 so if naeem hines pops off for eight catches right and again you can see this happening. Denver very strong front seven very creative in their packaging they're going to be looking to stunt and confuse they're also going to win individual battles you could see that become a bail everyone everyone bails on the quarterback and it's quick dumps over the front seven looking to get good players in space the Colts don't have too many good players Hines is the closest one to the quarterback with you know dangerous men bearing down on you so yeah that's really the thought process to it with the opening to really get paid why limit yourself here and why tie yourself to that kind of juice, when let's say it's uh, you know you got one hundred and thirty-five dollars, right? It's a perfect example. You're gonna pay one hundred and thirty-five dollars, maybe thirteen dollars and five thirteen dollars and fifty cents, right? Percentages, of people. I'd rather just take fractions of that. You know, I'd rather either avoid the four, take half of it, put it on five, a quarter of it, put it on six, ten percent, put it on seven, five percent, put it on eight. And if he has that big game, you crush that. And that's kind of what I'd rather get at than Oh, hit for you know the unit on the guy that had the monster game with a proper cap so i like to leave the back door open i like to leave that back door open speaking of weird innuendos make sure you rate review and subscribe and stick your cartoon finger up at me the lord knows there's plenty of Room in there, right? Oh, doing a belly wop, which means we must be up against it, and that will do it for daily fantasy sports picks and bets and the mix. Everybody, is there a faster pace and more engaging show for football? I'm not so sure. I'm out there consuming content like a like a mop, right? Like I am the shamwow of content. Not just because I want to make sure that I'm bringing the best. I want to make sure that my game is. Sure, but you know we 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 want to make sure that we're helping, and for all the quantity of football content, I think a lot of it kind of falls short because there's a lot of box score reading without that application that we get to right if we're going to talk DFS if you are going to talk jock market and you're not talking IPO you're not talking projection and you're not talking ceiling limits right where we pull the plug where we've mentioned 1250 on the showdown slate for me it's generally nine dollars eight fifty to nine dollars on the main slate and then identifying those value plays and again which ones we use for conventional DFS as opposed to jock market so thank you so much for picking up what we're putting down here at the mayo medianette hope you enjoyed the show maybe learn something if you did you know you get down there and press the like button because that stuff actually absolutely matters like way more than how good the show is you know so go, go figure I just, here i am, like begging for likes right but hopefully you know it, you know it's just what it is it is, it is, what it is. you know one hand washes the other i've never been like ashamed you know to be part of the community, right? I don't think I'm better than anybody. Again, I come from like zero. If you could come from negative, that's where I come from. So it really means a lot to me to help novices and beginners, i really, I get off on that. You know, showing people how to stand up for themselves financially, right? How to stand up for yourself against the market, right? To have the confidence once you've done the work, believe in it, but then also execute properly. Cause I think that's more important than a smash play, empty the mortgage, you know, double it up. That's not what we do, right? But it also, like I said, does it mean that we don't open the avenue for exponential profit, right? That's with the progressive payouts. So all right, hopefully you learned something left a feather in a cap or two beyond today's show. Rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Make sure you download Jock Market. Use the promo code MMN. I going to get to some writing. I have my Athletic Speculator article. I'm going to do the NFL line report. Again, hop on over to the Patreon page. It's free right now. But once we go live, hopefully I'm having some trouble with tech support, whatever. It would only be $2 a week anyway just to keep the light on there, which I think is more, you know, pretty, again, pretty understandable. Even for kind of min betters, right? Even if you're like a ten dollar better, ten dollar per game, two dollars a week to get you in front of these lines, which we absolutely have again, joke check the receipts, like everything else I do, is fully transparent and out in the open public source like that's just how it is right i wear my l's in my sleeve and that's the answer to why people don't come at me with what you make fun of me i make fun of myself you want to tell me i lost i'm the first person to tell you when i lose by the time you're trying to criticize me for losing i'm already digesting and trying to make those changes so boom one last lesson on the way out the door whoo enjoy the game Enjoy your day and when we're done with the book enjoy that pay everybody remember when you work this hard it feels a lot less like lockman i catch you on the flip side yo peace